Okay, we're speaking about Midrav Kina. Before we're talking about that, it's a Midrav which Mr. Sharm said is a sign of stupidity. And he says something which if people read out everything is from Hashem, there was nothing to be jealous about. And then he says the third point we got to, and that is in the future that Hashem will take that Midrav away. And there's something unique about that. Now, we're not talking about the time when Hashem is going to take every bad Midrav away. That, 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 that otherwise, by every middle, the, the musician could have said that there'll be a time when it's going to taken away. Rather, it's mashman that there's a certain uh, reason why after the middle of Kin is taken away, and that is because the reason the musician brought before, when it's clear to people that what Hashem did to them, what Hashem gave them, is what was necessary for them, is what was right for them, there's nothing to be jealous of. And therefore, the clarity of the Amunna itself is the sun which is going to take away Kinnah. And what is that? At what point? At that point, the Amunna comes clear. It's not at a second stage. In, at what point in the future? It's talking about the time of Mashiach. But it doesn't have to be the time when Hashem takes away bad medals altogether. Just the fact that everyone sees the Amunna clearly means it won't be Kinnah. So there's two, there's, there's different stages in Mashiach? Yes, no, and uh, the musician finishes off and he says, Hu Ashalim Vashalva, Ashara Malachi Asharis. Mashakuram Smechim Bavidasam, Yishishalam Kaimai. Rainachim Miskanim Lachaveri Klav. The Malachim, we don't find the jealous of each other. The Malachim each have their own station and their own job. And, the, and therefore there's Oisashana Bimraimov, Hashem makes Shalom between the Miraimov, the, the, the ones in the sky, the Malachim. There's the reason why they Shalom. Is because no, no malach is jealous of another malach. No malach wants to take the position of another malach. Each one understands where he is and what he's created to do, and that's his job. And therefore, and that's the musician has been trying to explain to us, and that is knowing the MS is the answer to Kina. If a person has the MS and says, This is what Shim did is right, he's going to be jealous of. And therefore, what they have, they're happy with, and they're not looking to get something else. And the matter is that that makes for cooperation, that makes for peace between the malachim. And uh, like the reason Mr. Shalom is bringing this is because he's showing that when there's that clarity of das, and therefore a person like a malach understands what the, that what he's, the, the tools Hashem gave him are what he's or what are given to him to use and what he's meant to be using, and what other people have isn't negated to him at all. So the matter it can create that similar. Um, that's, uh, that's the end point The Nikias of, of Kina The that a person isn't affected by Kina Is when it gets to that stage That it's uh, It gets to the stage that it, it doesn't affect the person at all Because he knows that what somebody else has Wasn't meant for it So there's nothing to be, there's nothing to be jealous of About what someone else has the difficulty, even for people who do have the difficulty uh, that people have with that is really on the second step. And that is, of course, the Miami knows that Akhadosh Baruch gives. And therefore, no one's going to say it's not fair that he took it by himself. We know, as I mentioned, that Akhadosh Baruch has to give a person contact by himself. But if that's the case, then Be'atsim Kinnah becomes a complaint against Hashem. In other words, we don't think it's not fair this person took something on his own. It's not fair he got it. Because you know, everything's from Hashem. So then, Kinnah becomes a complaint against Hashem. Which is, why did you give it to him and not to me? 
so even though Ba'atim, the starting point is that I'm jealous that he has something, but uh, I'm going to translate that into a tiny Hashem. That because I know Hashem gave it to him, and Hashem didn't give it to me, so I have questions on Hashem. Why did you give him and not me? And uh, in a way, that's using the the way to overcome the mitzvah the other way around, in a, in a way where the, 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 that, that knowledge makes a, a bigger problem. Make a bigger problem. In other words, what's meant to be the answer is, because I know Hashem gave it to him, therefore I shouldn't have questions. Therefore I shouldn't have, I should accept that Hashem knows what he's doing. And I should take away the kina. When the middle is stronger, it works the other way around. And the, the kina is going to make the knowledge that I have, that Hashem does things, make me questions on Hashem. So it's not fair what Hashem is doing. That that's uh, and that's uh, you say it, which we see in lots of mitzvahs, and that is we can talk about the fact that a person's clarity of of emunah or clarity of das is a balance to a mitzvah, but the question is it's a balance to a mitzvah, but it does, doesn't have to be necessarily stronger than a mitzvah. It could work the other way around as well, which means the mitzvah could work backwards and then turn the das into a bigger, into a problem too. So like, like we said over here. Where it's meant to be that a person's knowledge that Hashem gives people things. So don't be just what he has, because Hashem gave it to him. So the matter, obviously, was meant to get it. And that should be the das which overcomes the middle. But if a person's middle is stronger than his das, it's just going to work backwards. Which means, because I wanted what he has, and now I didn't get it, so now, and I know that Hashem gave it to me, not to me, so now it's going to mean I'm going to work backwards. And the middle is going to lead me to having times in Hashem. It's not fair, Hashem. Why do you give him and not me? So the only way to beat that is, is to get to the level that everything that Hashem gives you is exactly what you need in a perfect And therefore it's not so simple that just the knowledge is enough to overcome a meter. I have to use the knowledge to develop the antidote to the And therefore not knowing that Hashem gives everything, even though that's the Yisodin Das, is not enough. It has to be then developed and Hashem gives everybody what they need. And if Hashem didn't give it to me, I don't need it. And therefore I'm not, that, that I should get to the, the clarity that I'm not going to have time. So why didn't I get it? Because it's not just another Hashem gives. They don't have who to complain to. It's another Hashem gives people what's right for them. And the Alka the Kakh even Shem explained the Pasuk. Hashem is Pasekh Sidakha, Masbir the Khokhai Ratsan. What's Masbir Ratsan? What's the Ratsan? What Hashem wants it to have. What it, what, in other words, the Ratsan of each thing is what it adds and needs. Not just what it wants, but what it adds and needs. And then Hashem gives everyone what they need. And if I get to that stage, then that, that, that feeling can overcome the middle. Because then, I'm, I, if once I've internalized that, then I understand that if Hashem didn't give it to me, it means obviously what's all the you wanted me to have. And even the, the, the process couldn't have, couldn't have been different either? Let's say. What do you want to talk about the middle of Kid? So, Now, the second point, which he brings to the Malachim, uh, which, as an example of what the right way to interact, he talks about the Shalom and the Shalva. The Abu Malachim is the right way to act, which people don't have, isn't just a lack of jealousy. There's a second point here also. There's a second point here also. And that is that if I see that someone else is given a certain ability, or a certain thing, or a certain kayak, or a certain position, whatever it is, so then it's not enough that I'm resigned to the fact that, okay, so he was meant to get it or nothing. By the Marachim, we see a second point, and that is that if he was meant to get it, so then I'm going to try and help him be as successful as he can in that position. In other words, anyway, it's not going to affect me. 
if he was given the whatever whatever job it was to do, whatever position it was to have. So I understand that obviously he was meant to get it and not me. So I could say, okay, so then I, I'm not fighting with him, I'm not done anything against him, I understand it, I accept it quietly. That's one level, but it's another level. And that is, I'm going to try and help him do the best he can in it. Once I've seen that's what he's meant to do, so then I'm going to try and assist him. And that's the second point about the Malachi Asharis. It's not just that they don't have tainas on each other, they help each other. They help each other. They give to each other, they take each other, they work together to give each, to help each one do his job. Once I understand that's his job, not my job, so then it doesn't, I'm not gaining anything if he should be less successful. On the contrary, I'm going to try and make him more successful. And when you see this, an example of the person who's, the, who reached this level of shameless in this middle was Aaron Akai. Was Aaron Akai. Aaron could have had reason to be jealous. He was the older brother, he was already the leader of the Jewish people. And now Hashem is looking for a leader to Klai Yisrael, and he chooses Moshe, the younger brother, who wasn't even there. And so Aaron could have had reason to be jealous, and Moshe was worried about that, as we know. That was the, reason, the primary reason Moshe didn't want to take the job. But Hashem says, Aaron's above that. Now what does that mean? That Aaron therefore said, Moshe, I'm so happy for you, I have no tainas at all, I'm not jealous one, but Hashem should help you. No, Aaron did much more than that. He actively helped Moshe. He stood by him, and he came with him to Pyra, and he spoke for him. He did his best to promote Moshe. That's a much higher level. It's not just that I'm resigned to the fact that someone else got the job and not me, and I'm not going to make a fight. I'm going to help him be matzlich. I'm going to help him be matzlich. That's the level of malachim. The level of malachim is that they help each other. That they, they realize that this is his job, and I'm going to help him do the best he can. That's a, a, a certain, uh, so to speak, guidance of this level. Yenison is an example because Yenison was the crown prince and he was meant to be the king of the show, like Shaul told him. And and Afal came when when uh, he understood that David is going to be the king and not him. So he didn't fight David, which much to Shaul's disappointment, but uh, he didn't fight David, he didn't, he wasn't jealous of David. On the contrary, he did his best to help David. And again, it's at that, that same level of godless that a person can understand and even if I was slated for the job, or I thought I was going to get it, I was going to get this position, if it Hashem decided to give it to somebody else, I don't just step aside quietly. I'm going to step behind that person and help them be matlech. And that's when we, besides the fact that the innocent saved David's life. But he, he says to him a number of times, I'm going to be your second, I'm going to help you. David, he, he understood that, this was, that Hashem wants David to be the king, so there was no jealousy. And David says it about jealousy. He says, Niflesa Vaschali. After Yenison died in the battle, and David gives a husband for him, he says, Your love for me was Nifl, something unbelievable. And because it doesn't, it's, it's a level which most people can't reach. The level that a person is willing to step aside for the competition and help them. And that is uh, that he recognized was the goddess of Yenison too. Mm-hmm. The middle of, just to finish up, we said about the middle of Kida and what's called the Kiyas from Kida. Now, the next thing he says, Vatira. Ki Akhisakina, a system is a kiva hi hachemda vataiva. The chemda and taiva, this is a different mid. These are two different middles really. One's called chemda, the person's desire, the other was the taiva, a person's uh, more physical wants. And that's the way the Villagon throughout Mishlei expands these two terms because you see time and again Shramayak talks about these two drives in a person. The one is called taiva, the one is called the chemda. And the way the Vilna always explains the difference between them is he says that something which the body wants is called the taiva, something which a person wants to satisfy his ego or his 
his sense of identity, his self, is called a chenda. And therefore, eating, drinking, sleeping, anything physical is all together of taiva. Whereas pride, honor, uh, importance, uh, popularity are all going to be together of chenda. Because it's not a physical thing, it's something which satisfies the person's ego. And uh, the difference between them, the Villagon says many, many times initially, is that when it comes to a want which is physical, such as a taiva, so a person can satisfy, can satisfy that want. It's going to come back again, but the master right now is satisfied. A person wants to eat, okay, he's, he can eat till satiety, he enjoyed it as much as he could, he can't eat another thing. So he fulfilled the taiva. He didn't get sick of it. He didn't get sick of it. Like the Prophet you're going to get sick of it. But it's a taiva which a person can get to, and uh, it gets its capacity, and then he's had enough. He's had enough. He can get satiated with time. Whereas when it comes to chemda, not only does a person never get satiated, a person never gets anything. And the reason for that is, is because whereas opposed to something physical, where a person can experience the pleasure of the physical thing, and until the point that, he, that he's full, he doesn't want anymore, when it gets to chemda, the fulfillment is really illusory. Because it's something which... Illusory. It's an illusion. It's a smoke screen. Because it's something which I feel is something that I wanted to achieve, but as soon as I get to it, I realize that it's not such a big deal and I want more. And therefore, I never have the satisfaction of having achieved because when I have it, so I realize it's meaningless. It doesn't really give me anything, so I look for more. It's empty. And then it's empty. So a person who's looking for chemda, as opposed to a person who's looking for taiva, might always be feeling full if he manages to fill his taivas. But if a person is looking for chemda, it's an experience of life is an endless series of frustrations. And we're not talking about the person who wasn't successful, we're talking about the person who was. Because everything he thought, this is the achievement I'm going to work on, this is the big deal, this is what I'm going to, now this is what I'm looking forward to. Getting it shows me it really wasn't such a big deal. So I look for more. So I look for more. Because the, the nature of chemda is that it's in something, and I'm going to write this in Mishle, it's, it's like trying to quench an insatiable thirst. And therefore, I can never get there because whatever I'm going to try and feed it with, so now that means it's not such a big deal. But there's something bigger than it, there is a big deal. And that's the oh. famous Gemara. The famous Gemara oh. is Yeesh Lemana Ratsa Musay. Yeesh Lemana Ratsa Musay, why? A person wants the money, and Mana was a lot of money. A person, that's his goal. Wow. So he saves up and he works hard and he puts money together, and there is a goal of getting the money. Now that's, that, that, that's, that's prestige, that's status, to have a money. That's it today, it's like making a million. It's okay, that's, that's the goal. I want to work hard, I want to turn over time, do what I can, I want to make a money. And when a person gets there, if he gets there, so then he realizes, so now, where's all, the, where's all the praise? Where's all the good feeling? <laughs> it didn't give me anything. It didn't give me anything. So that's okay, so I think, okay, so maybe the million isn't there, it doesn't do anything. Maybe if I get a two million, then you're talking, then that's money. And it's going to disappear again and again, because when a person gets to it, then he realizes that it didn't give him what he wanted. And therefore he'll never really get anything because the achievement is a disappointment. So and, the desire for money is a not a taiva. The money that a person needs to live is a taiva. The money that a person has as a status of how much I have is a chemda. Okay. And that's the side which you see in many, many fields. And that is a person is the happiest before they achieve. Success is a big disappointment. Because the success that we're looking so forward to when they get it, it's empty. What does it give me? It's a letdown to succeed. Lottery winners are the most miserable people. Yeah, I don't know. Dreaming about winning the lottery makes me... A gold medalist. I want to complete a project. And now? 
you had to let down and didn't give them what they wanted. The thing that they wanted, and therefore there's a certain disappointment, so to speak, even in achieving. The person had a goal to finish us, and now he finished us, and, and, well, it was, it doesn't, the same thing can happen there also. So then he feels a so letdown, like a thought. And the answer is that it depends why a person wanted to finish us. Finishing stress could be a status symbol too. It could be the same thing as having money. And then it becomes a chemda. And if that's the case, it's going to also be empty. Because if I wanted to finish us to say, I'm the guy who finishes smash, or I'm the guy who has smicha, or I'm the guy who whatever it is, then I'm just turning a Torah value or a Torah goal into a chemda. Into a chemda. This is my status symbol. This is my sign of achievement. And I'll find it empty also. You can't fulfill a chemda. It's something which is always illusory because when I have it, I see it's not such a big deal. So maybe I should try for more. The, the matter of learning Torah is that I'm not doing it to, as a status symbol of this is what I've learned. The matter of learning Torah is to know the Torah. And if that's the case, it's more like a taiva than a chemda, which means it's something which satisfies me because I have it. And, that, uh, and the, the, the example given for Torah is always the example of eating something. It's like the chulachim v'lechim, shlubiyani, whatever it's going to be. Drink my wine, eat my bread, whatever the, whatever the marshal or the metaphor that the psukim used. The, 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 the parameter of enjoyment in Torah or accomplishment in Torah is how much I've gotten. How much I've gotten. And a person who's learned chas and knows chas, so like he says, the matter crazy. He's socially, literally, he's just filled his stomach with chas and poiskin. It's the satisfaction of feeling I've, I've like when you eat. It's a hano that I've gotten so much. If the point was just a status symbol of I'm one of the shasidim, then it's going to be empty. It's going to be empty also. That's not the reason we learn. That's not the reason we learn. And it's also not going to be satisfying. The geshmak in Torah and the satisfaction in Torah comes from the fulfillment of having the Torah. Not the status that it gives me. Because it's wasting time. It makes no sense. It's not a chemda and it's not a time. A person doesn't get anything out of it. It doesn't give me any status to just to waste time. It doesn't give me any physical satisfaction either. So the villain asked the question, so why do people do it? Why is it such, such, such a strong attraction just to talk, to waste time? And the Vilna writes, he says, there's no logical Yetzirah in wasting time. He said that Hashem created it as a counter to learning Torah. Because otherwise people spend the time learning. So there has to be something which is going to distract the person from learning. And therefore Hashem creates this illogicality called and that's something which draws people away from them. They'd rather sit and talk about things, which are pretty stupid things. No one says something so important. I can tell you, no one says something that important to say during a Seder. It's stupid things that waste people's time. So, what's the big why, why do you get so attracted to it? Why does it become so exciting that somebody's discussing that he got kicked off the bus because he forgot his graph cover at home? Like, who cares? Why, why, does it, why does it become something which is going to distract me from learning? The really one says it's not a type, it's not a chemda. It's a special. A special taiva, a special yetzahara to interrupt people learning time. So it doesn't give me anything. At the end of the day, it doesn't give me anything. Social media. It doesn't give me status as important I've achieved something. It's not an achievement. And it doesn't give me hanoth. I could use things as I'm popular and everyone listens to me or whatever it is. But most likely, most often, it's just it's a time waster. It's it's throwing potato. looking at everybody else. No, it's, they're, they're, yes, I want to build it more. We have to see a bit more. We're going to see that the way we've explained it, chemda is not just a bad mirror, it's an empty mirror. It's, it's an illusory mirror, something a person never gets. Now, when, when can we talk about chemda 
as being, in terms of our word as Hashem, something positive. Maybe um, one one positive, but it's in the Tefillah, Nafshi Chanda B'Tzadadecha, but the other times when the Pesukim talk about Chanda in a positive sense as well. Here the Kaf is Machmad Adecha, which is talking about the Torah, for example, or uh, the pasuk which says, "Betzilei chamadati v'yashavti," which I should, there's a chem that should be close to Hashem. Um, so where where would there be chem which is good? So these are all good questions. We have to read a bit more. This is shown develop the middle, and then we'll see where it can be used positively. So I'm talking about first the negative chem which he's talking about now. So he says, "Halayim mehamiyagas levo adam adyei moisay." The chem is something which is miyagaya person makes him work hard until he dies because. It always pushes him that, that you haven't got it this time. You haven't, but next time you're going to get it. You haven't succeeded yet, but the next thing you're going to get, that's going to give you the satisfaction. Therefore, as long as the person's living, the chen will push him to work more, to run more and more. And he has to say taiva, but I'm not going to explain it, he means chen in the context, which means what a person wanted to achieve, he never gets to. And here also, the taiva means is the chenda. Because he's talking about two things which are physical. One is to have more money, and the second one is to get more respect, to have more honor. And both of them are things which are, affect a person's ego or a person's sense of self. And these are the both, these are the, the come from the God. These are the two, it's the same thing, these are the two ways that Chemda can split. Both of them are bad, and both of them cause a lot of, a lot of bad things to, to happen to a person too. In other words, you're going to see that he's broken into two things. They roam on their own, and they go and rise as well. They cause other things bad too. And in each one, we'll see next time, he talks about Maman, and he talks about covered. Both of them, on their own, it's a bad thing to try and achieve. And the pursuit of money, or the pursuit of honor, brings in its wake a lot of other issues as well, a lot of other rights also, which is the second reason why to try and avoid them. The guy who 